Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this episode, we're going to talk about what I see as a surefire and proven formula for you to 2x your business. And whether you think about 2xing over the course of the next six months, the next year, the next 10 years, it doesn't matter because these principles all still apply. And so I'm going to go through these with you on the podcast, and uh, then we're going to dive deeper into the one that I think is the, is the crucial one of all these. They're all important, and that's marketing and branding. So I hope you'll stay tuned. Before I begin today, I want to introduce you to a document. We've talked about it on the podcast before. If you're a sales leader, a CEO, a president of a company, or in any way oversee a sales team, maybe you're a team lead or a sales director of some kind, I've got a document called What the Hell is Going On with My Sales Team? And the purpose of this is not to throw salespeople under the bus at all. In fact, I work with salespeople day in, day out. It's more to look at what are the issues that you're having on your team? Not enough leads. You get outsold. It takes too long to close deals. And what I do is go through each one of these 12 and give you a little bit of causality to it. You know, it's hard to change a result unless you really identify the the cause of it. So go to billkasky.com forward slash WTH, which stands for what the hell? And you'll be able to download that. So the way this all came about, this idea, I've got a group called the 2X Group, and it's a mastermind group, a peer learning group that I uh, open up a couple times a year to uh, new people. And I felt like when I first started it, I needed a framework of some kind to help people see where they're going. And I find sometimes that content can be, there can be so much content, so much knowledge, so much stuff coming at you if you take an online course or if you're in a a full day program of any kind, sales training or coaching, that I think it's better if we frame it out and we framework it and we put some sequence of events and we put some, um, some structure around it. What do I need to do to know, to achieve, to act on if I'm going to 2x my business? So today, I'm going to go through these five things, but we're going to pay specific and and closer attention to the one in the middle. So let's go through these, and I'll give you here the five elements, and then we'll talk about uh, number three. Number one is mindset. And mindset is just what it sounds like. It's what is my worldview? What's my perspective on my future, on my value, on my customers? How do I organize things in my mind so that I can be more successful? This one thing is at the heart of most of our trouble. And it's because we've never had anybody in our lives that said, look, here's how you need to be thinking about this. We've always had people in our lives that say, here, go do that, go do this, take action. But we've never had someone, or not many of us have had someone to say, okay, you're getting ready to do this. You're getting ready to grow your numbers, to grow your impact and your um, voice. How do you think about it? 
what's the proper way to think about it? And so I think that's one of the critical areas. And I talk about this a little bit in this What the Hell Guide is how should we be thinking? And that's what we do in a lot of our programs. So just get your mind right. One thing that I think is useful is start to think of yourself as a guide, not as a salesperson. Stop thinking of yourself as some kind of a convincer or a persuader or somebody who shows up that everybody runs away from because, oh, here comes Caskey. He's looking to sell something. That's not, that shouldn't be your purpose. Your purpose is to guide somebody, the prospect, from where they are to where they want to be. In order to do that, guess what you need to know? Where they are, where they want to be, and how they're going to get there. And that's where you come in with your technical wisdom and your expertise and your knowledge is you're a transformer. You transform people from where they are to where they want to be. That's what a salesperson should be mentally at least. And so if you capture that mind, there's several others, 10 mindsets and all, but that's the one that I think is the most important is what, what is the role that you play in the market? And I think the role should be to be a guide. Number two, Man, this is important, too. I guess they wouldn't be here if they weren't important. Don't you hate that when people say, oh, I got 10 things. Here's the most important. Messaging. Messaging is, what is your value? How do you solve problems for people? How do you help people aspire to or achieve goals? What's the message that you deliver to the marketplace? How do you frame that? Is it a message about how great you are? It shouldn't be. I see this all the time. I mean, think about commercials. Commercials, most of the time, we're talking about how great the vendor is. And that just doesn't seep through. There's too many, there's thousands of messages your prospects get every day. If you sound like everybody else, how do you think you're going to be treated like everybody else? So craft your message carefully. One element of this is think about what are the problems that you solve? Why do people come to you? Why do people seek you out, search you out? Why do people watch your videos, read your LinkedIn posts, read your blogs? Why do they attend your seminars or webinars? Why do you get referrals from people? What are the problems that you believe you solve? And how do you package those eloquently so that when you're communicating that to someone, the prospect says, I need that. That's what I want. How did you know I'm going through these struggles? That's exactly what my life looks like. The better you get at this, the more likely the prospect is to follow you down the process. Number three, marketing and branding. That little word down there in the corner is branding. Marketing and branding. So we're going to come back to that, but generally the idea is that lead generation tends to be the biggest challenge that B2B salespeople have. It just is. It shouldn't be, but it is. Uh, Not for every sales team, but generally that's the biggest problem is how do we get more people in the funnel and the pipeline? And this is the answer to that. So we'll come back and talk deeper about that. Number four, methods. What is your method for selling? What is your method for communicating? What is your method for helping the customer see your value? If you don't have a method for that or a proven track to run on, uh, I was at a, a meeting the other day with a fairly new client And I asked the question, I said, everybody's going to get up here in a couple minutes and I want you to give us the, explain the value of doing business with you. Just explain it. You can take as long as you want, as short as you want, just explain it. One guy went on for nine minutes. And at the end of the nine minutes, I finally stopped him. I said, John, 
I don't know where you are. I, it's almost like you're just in a stream of consciousness pattern. You, you were jumping from here to there, all over the forest, looking for the chasing the shiny white object all over the forest. No, chasing the birds through the forest, the squirrels, the rabbits, whatever we're chasing. No idea. So you've got to get good at this because if there is a way, if you have a presentation in front of a group or even on the phone with somebody, you got to get crystal clear on what is what is your message and what's the framework and how you deliver that. So that's your method. Another method is what's your sales process? What is it? Can you articulate it? Can you visually tell me and show me what it is? If you can't, you probably don't have one. If you don't have one, how do you expect the customer to follow you through yours when you don't even have a process or a map or anything like that to walk them through? A guide, remember we talked about that in the mindset section, a guide needs a map of the territory. And if you don't have a map, they won't follow you. So there's several different methods there. There's the selling method. There's the first call method. I think it's important that uh, every part of your process be broken up into methods. So what does it look like on the first call? When someone calls you up, sets an appointment online, or, or you get with them, what's the first call set up? How do you walk through it with them? There should be a checklist or a method to that. If there's not, you will miss things. Number five, mechanics. At some point, words need to come out of your mouth. They have to, you have to give voice to something. Maybe it's giving voice to your process. How do you walk through your process? How do you ask questions in a way that doesn't put people on the defensive, that keeps them psychologically okay, but still inquires from them what their issues are, where they're going, what they're trying to accomplish? There are over 25, probably closer to 30 language elements that you really need to have, one of which is how do you explain your value? What is the process you're going to take people through? That's a mechanical thing. I mean, the process is the method, but how you explain it is the mechanics. So I want you to think about that as you look at these five elements and start to think about to yourself, where am I on these five things? Am I really good at it or do I have some work that needs to be done? So let's go back to marketing. That was our third point. So what does marketing and branding mean? Well, there's two things that happen inside a company. One thing that happens is the marketing department does stuff. They send things out. They might do brochures. You might be in the marketing department in addition to sales. But there's, a, there's an outreach. There's a constant uh, you know, uh, outbound notion of activity. And there's things, there's emails and direct mails and maybe even videos, corporate videos and things like that. That's all well and good. I don't want you to go into the marketing department and change things. But you also are a marketer. You're a personal marketer. If you're in B2B sales today, you are as responsible for marketing as your marketing department is. Because if they're not producing leads for you, you've got to do it yourself. And frankly, probably 90% of business-to-business salespeople are responsible for generating their own leads. So if you are responsible and you feel offended by that or you feel victimized by that, walk them to the club. Every sales B2B sales organization relies on the sales team to generate leads. So what do you need to know how to do? You need to know how to market and brand yourself. So here's an example of one of my clients who's done an awesome job at marketing is they produce a video every week. Every week they produce it. They send it to LinkedIn. They send it to Facebook. They send it to Instagram. They send it to Twitter. They also put it on their blog site. So five, so one video, square video, gets sent out to five different places. Every week 
they take a problem that the that they know their customer base has and they frame it with the words quote how do i blank unquote so in your business if you're a dental uh, supply company or if you're a uh, manufacturer and you create large capital equipment then what are the 12 questions that your customers have either about your equipment or about whether they even need to buy equipment or about what the equipment might do for them? What are the 12 most common questions you get? And release those in the, as a video in the, and you answer the question in the video. So the video is titled, How Do I Save Money on My Benefits Program? Because you've got to speak directly to what's happening in the heart of the prospect. If you put some kind of clever title up there and, and, don't, and, and uh, that people have to figure out and scratch their head, they're not going to scratch their head. They're going to click off. So he posts a video every week on LinkedIn. Actually, he releases it twice a week. He does it on Monday and then again on Wednesday. And then on Friday, he produces a quote that uh, re- restates the question with a link to the video. So he's getting a lot of mileage out of one video. So that's an example. Not only is he marketing by asking the question that the customer already has going on in his or her mind, but he's also branding himself. He's giving away value. He's building his reputation online. And that's an awesome way to market and brand your business. Since he started doing that, probably about three to four months ago, he has generated 15 leads of people who have reached out to him He's closed three pieces of business, but 15 leads, and some of those other 12 might eventually close. But guess what? It's all inbound. He's not running around the countryside chasing people down for an appointment. It all comes in because they've witnessed the video, they've, it's spoken to them in some way, and now he's following up with them and setting up appointments. Three pieces of business in only four months. Now, sales cycle is about 30 to 60 days, so he started almost immediately. The point is that you might say, well, but yeah, it's different. He knows what he's doing. No, he really didn't know what he was doing. He produced a lot of videos, and he actually tried out some questions that didn't get any response at all, and he dialed in on the questions that did do. So once he dialed in and really understood the kinds of questions that his prospects had of people, then he doubled down and he broke it into several parts. And he did another series that was how to do blank part one, how to do blank part two. So doubling down on that is important, but you're not going to know how to double down if you don't at least shoot the video and get it out. That's just one example. It doesn't have to be video. It can be podcasting. It can be audio like we're doing. I read a statistic the other day that the top three content um, media on the internet for consumption is number one, the written word, number two, the visual, the videos, and number three, guess what? Audio, podcasting, or, or some type of audio. So you've got to figure out a way to take your message and put it into one of those three forms or all three uh, so that your prospect can have a, ch- have a chance to get with you. So that's marketing and branding. It's time for Ask Kasky. Hi, Bill. I've got a question. Bill, can you help me? A challenge that our sales team is currently facing. Just wondering if you have any thoughts or ideas on the process. Can you give me some advice on some strategies? Now, Bill tackles this week's question. We had a question come in, but I'm going to have to uh, do something very amateurish here and uh, take the microphone over. Here, uh, this came from John. 
He said, when the market is being introduced to a new service or technology, what's the best way to organize your material for consumers to easily follow? More specifically, across different platforms, LinkedIn, email, website, especially when you consider the four-inch rule of screen viewership. So the point there John has is that that's how we look at our content is on a four-inch screen, which is the iPhone. I don't really know what he's talking about in terms of organizing the material. I think the first thing, though, that, uh, John, you need to think about, and something I just went over is, what's going to get the attention of the prospect? We live in an attention game. That's the game you're in, is capturing attention. Because people have learned how to tune you out. They've developed all these tools and technologies and fillers and filters. I mean, how many times do you, Gary Vaynerchuk talked about this the other day on a podcast, how many times during a commercial do you switch to your phone, start going through Twitter or Facebook or just the news? So you're not even paying attention to the commercial. And advertisers are spending good money to reach you, and they're not reaching you because you're not paying attention. So what are you going to do up front to get the attention? And I think, John, that's back to what's the problem you solve? What's the question, the number one through 12 questions that prospects have that you can answer for them and start to engage with them and build your brand and build your reputation? So that's how I would start to think about organizing is what are the most common problems? What are the most common questions? and shoot video for that. Once you capture your, their attention, then you can take them to the next part of your funnel or of your pipeline, or maybe it's a, you can send them, uh, get them to an email to sign up for something on email or get them to a website. So I would start to think very quickly up front, what are the questions, what are the problems? I hope this helped you today. You can once again go to billkasky.com if you're so inclined to download this. It's called What the Hell is Going On with My Sales Team. I talk about the 12 most common problems. I'm running out of tape. We've got three quarter inch tape. No, not really. But hope you join me next time. Go to BillKasky.com. There's all sorts of good stuff there too. See ya. Bye.